Africans teachers answer your questions. Lesson number 11. What are separable verbs? What are separable verbs? And how do they work? At AfricansPod101.com, we hear these questions often. Imagine the following scenario. Driki and Luke Venter are planning to pick up their son, Johan, from the train station tomorrow. Driki says, The train arrives at 10 a.m. Die train kom om 10 uur aan. Listen to the full conversation. Die train kom om 10 uur aan. Dan moet ons om 9 uur die huis verlaat. Once more with the English translation. Die train kom om 10 uur aan. The train arrives at 10 a.m. Dan moet ons om 9 uur die huis verlaat. Then we need to leave home at 9 a.m. In this lesson, you will be learning about skybare werkwoorde or separable verbs in Afrikaans and how they work. First, let's talk about what a separable verb is exactly. In Afrikaans, there are certain particles that might seem to be prefixes, but actually they are not. They often attach to the front of a verb, which is why they can be confused with prefixes. However, they differ from prefixes in that they can be separated from the verb they are attached to and be placed elsewhere in the sentence, with other words separating them from the verb. In English, there are no separable verbs. The closest comparison to a separable verb can be found in derived constructions like he is outstanding because he stands out. As you can hear, the word outstanding can also be represented by the phrase standing out. The word out in these constructions is used in a way that is similar to the way the particle in a separable verb functions. In this lesson, we will be looking at several examples of Afrikaans' separable verbs, and we will start by looking at the one that was used in the dialogue for today's lesson. Do you remember how Driki says the train arrives at 10 a.m.? Die train kom om 10 uur aan. In this sentence, Driki uses the words kom and aan separately, but they can also be joined together in a compound meaning arrive. Aankom. In this word, the verb is come or kom, and the particle is aan, which can have several meanings depending on the context. In this case, it means something like on but in a similar sense to the way the prefix on is used in oncoming. It means moving towards or closer to. Take note that it doesn't always mean this. This particular particle is quite versatile and can be used in other similar constructions, but in which it carries a different meaning. We'll have a look at that in a moment, but for now, let's focus on something else. We are sure that by now you are wondering how one can know where and when to separate the particle from the verb base. Well, it's actually not that difficult to learn. Generally, there are three structures you need to consider. The first is the present tense. In the present tense, the particle and verb base are separated. The sentence I am going to use as an example can mean either I go out or I am going out. And if you want to learn more about how it is possible that it can encompass two tenses, listen to episode 9 of this series. There you will learn about the tenses in Afrikaans. But right now, let's listen to that sentence. Ek gaan uit. Meaning, I go out, or I am going out. The separable particle in this sentence is uit, which means out, 
And the verb base is Khan, which means go. They are separated in the present tense. But if there is a dependent clause in your sentence, they must be put back together again. This is the second of the three structures we mentioned before. Listen to how this separable verb sounds when it is a compound. Aitan. Or, to go out. Now, let's use it in a sentence, meaning, you know that I am going out. As you can see, if it is in a dependent clause, the particle and the verb are joined. This is generally the case when it comes to the dependent clause. However, when we use the third structure, the past tense, we must separate the verb and particle again. Before we give you an example of that, we must quickly talk about how the past tense is formed in Afrikaans. It involves the prefix, which is used in conjunction with the auxiliary verb. At this point, it won't help to get bogged down in further explanation of how that works. So if you would like to learn more about it, check our lesson on tenses in Afrikaans. What's important to take note of is that the past conjugation of verbs in Afrikaans requires the particle. What this means is that if you want to say you knew I went out, then you have to separate the compound particle and the verb base with this new particle. The resulting word is Let's hear it in the context of that sentence in Afrikaans. Meaning, you knew I went out. We're sure you heard how the separable particle and the verb base were separated by That is how you construct the separable verb in the past tense in Afrikaans. Now, let's talk about the future tense. It's easy to remember what to do, really, because in the future tense, the participle and verb base are joined. For instance, if you want to say, I will go out later, then it will sound like this. As you can hear, this is the same word we used in the dependent clause in the present tense. So, really, there are only three main forms that you need to be aware of. Let's look at these three ways of constructing the separable verb with another example. This time, we will look at the separable verb, opiet, which means eat up. Now let's listen to a sentence meaning, I am eating it up. Ek eet op. Did you hear how the word opiet was separated into yet and op, respectively? This is because we were using the present tense. Now let's put them together again in a sentence with a dependent clause, meaning, she is making sure that I eat it up. This is probably a mother watching to make sure that her child eats all of their veggies. Let's imagine the child responding by saying, I will eat it all up. In Africans, they would say, And now, let's imagine that the child has eaten all their veggies and they say, I have eaten it all up. Hopefully the mom was pleased to hear this. We have now discussed the three structures you can expect to encounter most of the time, but there are some other structures that are quite important. We will discuss these in a moment. In this lesson, you learned that separable verbs are compound words composed of a separable particle and a verb base. The particle and the verb base are joined together in the future tense. You also learned that the particle and verb are separated in the present tense, and in the past tense, they are separated by the particle. We are now going to look at some other structures that affect the way the particle and the verb are arranged in a sentence. 
In order to illustrate these, let's go back to using that particle we promised we would get back to earlier. On. If you remember, we said that it meant moving towards in that particular compound. But we also mentioned that it can have several different meanings, depending on what verb it is attached to. Let's look at how it is used in the compound. On cake. Which means look at. The verb base, cake, means look. And in this compound, the meaning of the particle, on, is far easier to understand than it was in the previous one. In this case, it means at, and it can be used in a sentence like, This is a negative sentence, meaning, don't look at me. In the negative, the particle is attached to the verb base. However, if the word, meaning at, is used in the sentence, then we should separate the verb and the particle again. Listen to this sentence. It means, don't look at me like that. And as you heard, the particle and the verb are separated by the word. Duh. Please note that this word can be used in various types of sentences, not only questions, and it always separates the particle and the verb. Let's now look at how separable verbs work in yes or no questions. In case you aren't sure, yes or no questions are ones where the respondent is required to answer simply yes or no. Listen to this question, meaning, are you looking at me? As you will have noticed, the verb base is placed first in the sentence, and the particle is placed last in the sentence. This is the general rule when constructing this kind of question. Then, there are questions that begin with the question words. The question words are what, where, when, how, and so on. There is a general rule you can follow when using these, but it is by no means the only rule, so treat it as a guide rather than a rule. The guiding rule is that, when constructing questions with the question words, you can do the same as we did when forming the yes or no questions. In other words, the verb comes first, and the particle goes at the end of the sentence. The only difference is that the question word must come before the verb base. Onderhan. Here are some examples using the separable verb, meaning to go under or to set, which is composed of the particle. Onder, meaning under, and the verb base. Khan, which means go. Let's use it in a sentence meaning, when does the sun go down? Vanier gaan die son onder. As you can see, the verb is situated immediately after the question word, and the particle is at the very end of the sentence. The same will happen in this next sentence too, which means, why does the sun go down? Waarom gaan die son onder? And let's try one meaning, where does the sun go down? Waar gaan die son onder? By now you will hopefully have seen the pattern. It will be the same with all the main question words. And now we have covered all the common structures you are likely to encounter when using separable verbs. The last structure that we want to talk about in this lesson with regard to separable verbs is that which involves the use of modal verbs. Modal verbs are ones like can, must, might, and will. They are auxiliary verbs, and they express necessity or possibility. When you use one of them in an African sentence that includes a separable verb, then the verb and its particle are joined together. Here's an example that means, I can open it. I can dit opmaak. Here the particle is, mark, which means make, 
And the verb, of course, is whoop, which means open. The modal verb was can, which means can. Now let's try one with the modal verb, meaning want, which is will. This sentence means I want to find out. Ek wil uitvind. Here the separable verb is uitvind. And the particle is uit, meaning out, while the verb is vind, meaning find. You have now learned a lot about separable verbs, and you should be able to make more sense of them the next time you read, hear, or have to use them. Do you have any more questions? We're here to answer them. Tot ziens. See you soon.